With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tomorrow, it is two for Tuesday, which is not only how many Red Sox tickets he can win every hour starting at eight, but also how many errors per game the Red Sox are expected to have for the rest of the season. So two for Tuesday. Tomorrow, we'll start giving tickets away on this show during the eight o'clock hour. I would guess the first pair of tickets coming at 830. And you know what, Curtis? It doesn't matter. Offense or defense. They have a uh, a really nice uh, shiny light system over there. Oh, it's strobes. Uh, yep. Is really very impressive. I would have liked the light in Men in Black to make you forget that play. <laughs> oh, you mean some kind of like if they're able to zap the uh, right. zap it out of your brain? Exactly. Like a, yeah. I would like to unsee that. <laughs> well, don't you have to win to get the light show though? Um, well, no, you can get you get the light show on a uh, if there's a home run. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was after a win. No. Lock offs, they no. do it, Wiggy, as well. Right. Yeah. So, um, they should do it for errors. That would be awesome. I mean, should like have a loud, like one of those air raid sirens that goes off every time somebody boots a, mm-hmm. a, a routine ball. Like, that's what they should do at Fenway. The Red Sox have three more errors than any other American League team. They had seven uh, in their last six games. I mean, it's... But but that's something bad teams can have good defense. You don't need to spend (laughs) on a shortstop that can actually feel the ground ball. Kike can't hit or field. And it's Trevor's story was not, you know, some random March 28th injury. They knew about this in January when they slow-played Xander, who if they extended him the year before, he would have been here for about $80 less than he got in San Diego. But there's no urgency. Yeah, it just doesn't. You know, when you think about it, Curtis, like it doesn't make sense on how you don't have a couple guys that you might have some confidence in to play shortstop. If you're that bad, didn't they draft a kid? Why don't they just bring him up? Marcelo... Uh, mayor, yeah, or whatever, like his, a couple years I mean, ago. I, I, is that what they're doing? Is waiting for well, their? But uh, if you're if you're if you're playing a guy that everybody's complaining about, who, who makes the most errors in Major League Baseball at shortstop, why wouldn't you bring a guy up who's a shortstop that plays a position? So yeah, maybe you lose a little bit from the hitting element. Yeah, because they love guys like Kike Wiggy because they play a bunch of positions and they can you know be a jack of all trades, master of none. And the fact that they like reward, they had this like big announcement 
to extend their platoon outfielder and Rob Refsnyder, what, whatever the hell you pronounce his name. I mean, like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? This team, I, what is the plan? Wait three years for Marcelo Mayer to be here and, you know, hopefully one of these guys that they bring in can, you know, be something in the rotation. Well, you waited four years for Cassis to get here. And how, I mean, how's, speaking of platooning, like the, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're platooning at a position where one of your bright spots, you're paying 21, I think 21 million bucks over two years. And the other one, you've been waiting for four years for Cassis, and you know he's finally got here. And it's just, it's just I, it, they they just should be honest with what it is, which is it's a it's a massive rebuild. That's what it w- I, without spending money. And do you know yeah, who the two pitchers like. of the month were in each uh, respective league? No. Michael Waka and Nathan Avaldi. Huh? Why can't we get players <laughs> like that? <laughs> All right. If you want to be on this morning, the number to call is six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven or you can text on the text line, which is 37937. Right now, time for this. It's time for... Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Would not say that I'm Mona Lisa Vito of the football world. They... They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. Set it. Wake up to Del Bambino and have me face him. Maybe I'll give him in the eye. They said it. Brought to you by AAA Work Trucks. Take the work out of your next work truck. AAAWorkTrucks.com. I'm just going to say it. Now, a brief back and forth on what they said over the weekend in sports, and where do we begin this morning, Shine? Well, we go out to Las Vegas. Devontae Adams had a uh, press conference at the end of last week, um, and he was asked about Jacoby Myers and and what he's seen from him in practice, and Devontae Adams actually decided to take uh, a little bit of a shot at the New England Patriots Mm. in his answer. Okay, I told Jacoby, I said, man, I learned more about him um, and part of it was my ignorance, you know, like I said, I don't, I, I live under a rock a lot of times, so I didn't really see, you know, in, in New England, I didn't see him featured as much as maybe they, he should have been based off of what I saw, you know, when they came here with practice against him, um, and so far what I've seen from him now, I mean, he's, he's a pro. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's wrong, right? I mean, do you feel like they used Myers as much as they could have here? Um, no, I think they used them pretty well. I, I mean, when you think of Myers, isn't he more of a possession receiver? Right? He, he He's not a guy that you're going to line up outside, and he's not a Devontae Adams. I think he's a possession receiver that goes across the middle that they feature in the sense of what your offense is. And we know Jacoby didn't feel like they used him properly, so that's why that's where Devontae gets it from. And I think I think Dev- I think Devontae's right in that Jacoby's going to have an awesome season yeah. opposite Devontae Adams. Not having to be the number one receiver means mm-hmm. you don't draw the best corner on the field, which means Jacoby Myers is going to be open all of the time for that Raiders offense. Yeah. You just have nobody to throw it to him. That's right. the issue. Well, plus, if you've only been able to install 10 offensive plays, I mean, how many are there to go around, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You know what? J- Jacoby's Myers' production is going to be <laughs> is gonna be what it was when he was on the Josh McDaniels in the first year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it might be a little bit more because you have Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. but that I think he's in a great position He's playing. For, I've been part of that before. When you play 
next to a guy who is as talented as Devontae Adams, yeah. you're going to get one-on-one coverage. All you got to do is get open a little bit, and if you got a decent quarterback, you can make some plays. Well, sure. I mean, and Tom Brady makes guys like that look better, so he will probably do that out there, I'm assuming. All right. Uh, <laughs> what else, Sean? Uh, next we go to the NHL, the Stanley Cup final here, uh, the Panthers and the Golden Knights. Golden Knights take game one Saturday night. After the game, uh, head coach of the Florida Panthers, Paul Maurice, was like, all right, press, relax. We've been down this road before. We lost the first game in the Boston series well and got a little better. Then we lost two more, got a little better. Everybody just breathe. <laughs> right? I feel like I feel like you people have been here. You're tight. They loosen you up a little bit. <laughs> breathe. That was an amazing save that that goaltender made. The Aiden Hill save? Yes. Uh, no, yeah, no, relation, no relation, by the way, but oh, unbelievable there. save. Oh, yeah. And I that series is pretty fiery so far, Sean. Yeah, I'm excited. Like I think it's going to be a chippy. good series. Uh, I uh, I think Bruce Cassidy is going to get a Stanley Cup, and that is just a after the season the Bruins had an absolute punch to the gut uh, for the Boston Bruins. You think so. it's going six or seven? Is it going to be one of those, or is it like Vegas should be able to win it in five? I mean, I feel like Vegas they did a good job of shutting Kachuk down, and they're. I think nine of their 13 playoff wins are come from behind wins. So, I I, I mean, I wouldn't count the Panthers out, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think Vegas is a better hockey team. Yeah, both of these teams are pretty grindy and scrappy, but I think Vegas definitely has the better talent, Wiggy. I'm, I'm Vegas in six. And All by right. the way, how perfect for Cassidy. Not only do you win a cup, but you beat the team that eliminated your old team to win the cup. <laughs> All right, what else, Shime? Uh Next, we will jump over to the NBA. Uh, J.J. Redick was on First Take on Friday. He I talked hate about- J.J. Redick. This guy is such a putz. <laughs> Ooh, you're going to love this then, Curtis, because J.J. Redick says he has no doubt Joe Missoula's the right guy for the oh, job. come on. I have no doubt Joe is the right guy for this team. They do need to fill out the staff. I just read, uh, I believe it was yesterday, the day before, a lot of those guys will be going to Houston to be with Ime on that bench. The question mark that is 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 been solved for me, they should absolutely bring Jalen Brown back. They should absolutely max him out. And I'm totally comfortable with that duo going forward as your corner store, cornerstones trying to win a championship. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I ain't rocking with JJ on that. Normally, I don't mind them, Ugh. but I'm not rocking with them on the whole Jalen and Jason thing. I think this, this team... The fact that we are still in this position where Brad is just running it back and Wick's okay with that, I don't really get. I don't understand. What do they think is going to change bringing back Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Al Horford, and the Time Lord? I don't know because you have a head coach who thinks that the identity of the team – Mm-hmm. ought to be the team that launches the most threes in the league mm-hmm. and doesn't rely on defense. So I... I a, a team, I, Greg, I, that needed your friend, the owner of it, to go into the locker room after game three to get them to play with any heart. If you yeah. if you have a head coach, why do you need the owner to do that? And by the way, the thing that Ken and I did this Saturday, did you see the Shaughnessy column where he interviewed Danny Ainge over the weekend? Yes. Danny Ainge says, quote, I don't think there's anybody there with the Celtics that doesn't believe that Joe is a better coach than Ime. 
Ridiculous. Like, how could you say that with a straight? You can talk. I mean, if you want to talk about a million other characteristics, but as a coach of basketball, Wiggy, who would disagree with it? Who would agree with that? Uh, I, yeah, I have uh, no idea. I, I think when you look at, and then I talked about all those players, and then you bringing back Joe Mazzulli. That's why I said when you look at the options, if you're Wick, and you're going to bring back Jalen Brown, and you're going to say, all right, we're going to build around Jalen and Jason, Jason, don't you want to see, okay, what that would look like with a new coach? Or are you confident that it would work with those two plus Marcus Smart? I, I, I'm i just, like, baffled, and I, I'm surprised. Well, the argument every time you bring that up is mm-hmm. how can these guys deal with four different head coaches in six years or whatever it is? Like, this isn't I don't, football. It's not the same I, Yeah, thing. who cares? Right. Well, I think a lot of people care, and that's why. I'm not with keeping Joe Missoula. I think he's the issue, but I think you look at the, the talent individually of this team, and I'm sure it's hard for Wick, it's hard for Brad to think about dealing one of the Jays or Marcus Smart or any of the other guys that have stepped out through, uh, stepped up throughout the, the the regular season. I know that they fell off after, but at the same time, I think we're a better team going into next season ranking-wise than we would be if we blew the whole thing up. But but e- even if you go with that, you're still bringing back Missoula. I know. that. I don't agree with that. I don't know where their thought process comes in there. Everything we've heard is that they think that in his second year as a head coach, at maybe 35 years old, he's going to be 10 times better i wonder if the sam cassell move because there were like rumors and reports probably a year or two ago that sam cassell was like the next up-and-coming head coach Mm. so i wonder if this is like you bring him in but he ultimately if things go bad they pull the plug He he could be your head coach next yeah right but why not just do that why not just make him that guy All right, anything else, Shime? Nope, that'll do it for They Said It, Greg. Okay, here is Courtney and what is trending this hour. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by findmassmoney.com. The Sox fall 6-2 to the Rays yesterday. Tanner Houck gave up four runs on five hits in his five innings pitch. He struck out six. They'll try to even out the series this afternoon. First pitch at 4.30. Listen to Will Fleming and Bradfoe on the Shaws and Star Market. WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaws perfecting the art of fresh. Brian Bayo taking the mound today, opposing Shane McClanahan. Before that, hang out with Christian Arcan for the Mass Mutual pregame show at 3.30. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investment. The NBA Finals are all tied up. Miami took game two out in Denver, 111 to 108. The final, Gabe Vincent led the way with 23 points. The Joker had 41 in his Nuggets loss. Game three will be in Miami on Wednesday. In NBA news at home, uh, Wiggy just brought it up. Sam Cassell has agreed to join the Celtics coaching staff under Joe Mazzulla, according to Sham Sharania. And in the Stanley Cup Finals, the Golden Knights are on the board first. Game two in Sin in Sin in Sin City. It's hard to say that. In Sin City. Isn't that hard? Uh, is tonight at 8 p.m. And sad news in the NFL. Kansas City Chiefs matriarch Norma Hunt has died at the age of 85. Good run for her, though. She looks great even at the last Super Bowl. So mm. sad news for the Hunt family. There's a lot of things to do, like hang out with family and friends, go to sporting events, be outside, and finding money you didn't even know you had. You can go to MassMoney.com, grow your bank account this spring. It's fast, easy, and it is free. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. It is 51, drizzling, just gross out. Uh, Afternoon high will be a cloudy 61.